Welcome to Into the Deep, a podcast by Gosford Parish, the Shrine of St. John Paul II. Join us each week as we dive deeper into the upcoming Sunday's Gospel readings and explore the things Christ is doing in our hearts and in yours. Whether you're new to the faith or have been following Jesus for a long time, you are most welcome here. In the words of St. John Paul II, do not be afraid, do not be satisfied with mediocrity, put out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. Alright, hello everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Into the Deep and we're doing something a little bit different. This week with us we have the beautiful Sam, she's the chairperson of the Lay Salvatorians Australia and obviously Gosford Parish, we are a Salvatorian parish and we're actually celebrating 20 years this year of the Salvatorians in our parish but I think you might have heard maybe the word Salvatorian before but you might not know what that means so yeah, today Sam's going to be chatting with us a little bit about that, what it's like to be a lay Salvatorian, what that really means, and especially about the founder of the Salvatorians, Blessed Francis Jordan. So I'll love to introduce Sam to you. So Sam, hello. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Jamie. Lovely to be here. So lovely to have you with us, Sam. And I was thinking to start us off, did you want to maybe tell us a little bit about yourself, how you became a lay Salvatorian and what drew you to the Salvatorians, what your first experience with the Salvatorians was as well? I guess I'll have to start in Carnarvon. Um, I've lived in Carnarvon for over 30 years. Uh, It's only been last year since I moved to Perth and uh, the Salvatorian fathers were uh, ministering there for uh, 25 years. Uh, They first arrived there in 1995, and I know this very well because it was the year that I got married. Um, But I wasn't married by a Salvatorian priest, actually. It was the last diocesan priest that was there. And when Father Tim Manley left, um, then the Salvatorian fathers took over. So uh, thus began, I guess, um, my association with uh, the priests, because um, quite often um, the priests would be... um, Uh, coming out from Poland and some of them you know English was not their first language and uh, when I started to work at St. Mary's Star of the Sea Catholic School there um, the church next door it was a a natural segue I guess for um, when the priests came into our school to speak with the children and with the staff and to help us with the sacramental programs um, that it was also an opportunity for me to get to know them better and to help them with their English. So that's basically how I started with getting to know the priests a lot better. And of course, looking after them, because some of them were quite young when they came out to be assistant priests. And so it was basically um, uh, being that extended family to them, you know, cooking, um, you know, uh, taking them fishing or whatever. A lot of families used to do that as well, um, to to sort of get them into the, the spirit and the life of the community in which they were based in and ministering in. Um, Then after about 15 years or so, um, someone tapped me on the shoulder and said, have you heard about the Lay Salvatorians? And I said, no, (laughs) who are they? What's that all about? And uh, they they told me basically that it was a group of, you know, a very sort of, uh, I guess, devoted Catholic people who wanted something a little bit more, who wanted to delve deeper into their spirituality, especially Salvatorian spirituality, and wanted to serve. And I thought, 
okay, I need to find out a little bit more about this. Um, and I said, well, what, what made you, you know, tap me on the shoulder? And they said, oh, well, we've heard a lot about you from a lot of the other priests. And I thought, aha. <laughs> so I think I, I was dobbed in, actually. <laughs> um, so I, I was invited along to a retreat. And it was the first ever spiritual retreat I'd ever attended in my life. Wow. And at that stage, I was already fairly long in the tooth. I was fairly old already. And it was so transformative. And um, what really, really touched me was I was given a little spiritual diary um, and a little book of admonitions and exhortations of, at that stage, Father Francis Jordan. And I would take that little book and I would go down to the beach and just meditate and read. And it just intrigued me, his writings. And it still surprises me today because when I pick up the book every now and then, I get a different meaning, a different mm -hmm. message from, from his words. So after that first meeting, uh, that first retreat, I met obviously the other lay Salvatorians and the majority of them were, uh, are from Perth except for one lady, that was Maureen, and Maureen was from Sydney. And uh, she was full of life, full of life, despite all her ailments and everything else that was going on in her life. She was full of life and so much in love with the, Salvato the Salvatorian charism, you know, the spirituality and the story of Father Francis Jordan. She was absolutely devoted. And she inspired me, in a way, to find out even more again. So that's basically my journey and my experiences with the Salvatorian Society, if you like. And um, from there on, when I decided to make a commitment, I obviously did some formation studies with them. And then I decided to make my commitment. And I brought along more people as well, other people, um, to our community and as a little family. And, uh, and together, we would meet regularly for prayer, prayer meetings, and for studies and for discussion, um, for fellowship. And we would decide, you know, is there something else we could do? Is, is, there, some, is there a need somewhere that we can fill? Um, and, and that's basically how it grew. And then um, a, a youth group grew out of that. And, you know, a Cambodia immersion group, you know, taking children, the students overseas to, to dig wells in villages and to teach in you know, yeah. and help out at, at AIDS orphanages and things like that through the schools. So I was in a very privileged position working in a school already to do that. And I realized that I could do this in my workplace. I could do this as a mother looking after my daughter. And, you know, and when, when I worked with the youth of the parish. So there were lots of opportunities to live, I guess, that mission um, that Blessed Francis Jordan has sort of um, you know given us well I think I can definitely relate to you talking about getting that tap on the shoulder I think it's definitely a charism of the Salvatorians to see the gifts and the potential in others and really tap into that and gently coax you into um, I think becoming more involved in the life of the community I think that's a really special thing that I see in the Salvatorians and when you're talking about Blessed Francis Jordan, what do you think um, you is something about him that really inspires you or captivates you? Or I think something that you feel he can really offer us today, especially relevant today. For me, 
it was always his um, desire to to be holy for sanctification and it wasn't that you had to be perfect and that was because I'm not perfect <laughs> by any shake of you know of anything um, but it was living up to that developing that personal relationship with God that he modeled so well and for all of us so every one of us can do that we can work on developing our relationship our personal relationship to God and in so doing we also we also strive in our you know in our desire to be holy to be a better person not just for ourselves but for others and he inspires me to be that better person each and every day of my life to be a better mother to be a better wife to be a better teacher a colleague a friend all of those you know elements in our lives because we all go through so many challenges and especially in today's society where there are so many wrongs if you like in the world but we have to start within ourselves first before we can then help others and that is what has inspired me through through that commitment to regular prayer a prayer life through working on my relationship with God personally I'm then able to be that for someone else for someone else maybe to get close to God through me in some way that is something that I try to strive for and that is what has inspired me through getting to know more about blessed Francis of the cross Jordan so does that answer your question yes wow I love so much of what you said especially about I think holiness being about in the everyday not I think sometimes you can read about the lives of the saints and some of them live these crazy dramatic lives and do these incredible things and you read that and you think far out I'm never going to be like that um and yeah I think that's really beautiful to know that holiness is about in the everyday in the little moments and I think something that's special about the lay Salvatorians is obviously you as you were speaking about before you're still in your workplaces and you're still in the everyday world so did you want to speak a little bit about what it means to be a lay Salvatorian and what that involves and what it looks like for you in your life being part of that community and maybe what has changed or what you find to be special about being a lay Salvatorian? Well, I'm going to actually refer to a bit of our, our historical context probably might be, be apt to, to do that right now. Um, and to give you a bit of history of how we came about, um, it actually began in 2005 when the first meeting between interested people from different parishes uh, uh, across Australia, that took place. And in 2010, Father Eric uh, asked Salvatorian parish priests to identify anyone who had a significant interest in assisting their parishes and their priests to spread the word about at that stage, Father Francis Mary of the Cross Jordan and Blessed Mother Mary of the Apostles and the, and the teaching that both founders proclaimed. 
Um, it was also an opportunity to undertake the work uh, suggested by Father Francis Jordan to include educated, faith-filled people to undertake some of the significant work and, and spreading, spreading the gospel to those who had little or no knowledge of Jesus Christ and his teachings, which goes back again to our founder's uh, roots and history, where he himself, as he traveled the countryside, you know, uh, as a decorator and a painter, realized that people had little to no knowledge about Jesus Christ. And that sort of, uh, that was when he discerned that there was a calling for him. He meant to become a priest at that stage. And that was even before the idea about something more and the teaching society actually took place. So then um, about 20 people answered the call and the first gathering was held in Currambine over a weekend to discuss ways and means of commencing this movement. Uh, Currambine is in Perth, WA and it is the mother house to the Australian um, uh, Society of the Divine Saviour order. So similarly now, it's become our mother house. Um, Father George has been very generous. He's given me a little filing cabinet <laughs> in the corner of the office. <laughs> so I feel, yes, we belong. Very official. <laughs> We're official now. Um, so about this time, the group answered and shared ideas, I guess, about how they felt uh, they could answer this call to, to help evangelize across their parishes and social groups. Um, and one way that was suggested was to have small groups that took responsibility for certain areas. And so many of these early members actually became the leaders of the Salvatorian collaborators within the parishes and worked with interested people once a month. Uh, spreading the teachings and the charism of the society which emanated from the work of Father Francis Jordan. And after several years of undertaking this work um, it was felt by the group that those that were interested in becoming lay Salvatorians could commence formation pr uh, preparing for their commitment. And so the formation of the interested people was quite straightforward and in 2010 under the direction of a new spiritual director, Father Leonard, um, preparedness for commitment was really an ongoing part of all meetings and those who chose not to make a commitment at this time would take away all that they had learned and shared this with those they worked with as collaborator leaders in their parish groups and so eventually on the 8th of December 2010 the first lay Salvatorians who was Anne Cullender and uh, Augustine Lai took their commitments at Greenmount Parish in Western Australia breaking ground for others to follow so now, uh, as of 2023, we have 15 lay Salvatorians uh, working and living in, in Australia. Um, but it's also important to know that our identity is actually part of a much bigger organisation. So the lay Salvatorians actually belong to the International Community of the Divine Saviour. And um, our headquarters are in Via della Conciliazione 51 in Rome. So we abbreviate this name to ICDS. And uh, it is an, now recognised as an international private association of the faithful, dotted with juridical personality according to canon law. So we're legitimate now. <laughs> we're and that's very recent, isn't it? Absolutely. 
So, yes, Jamie, this, um, this decree was presented to us um, at the Vatican on February the 8th, 2023. And it was a momentous occasion because it was the, the result of a lot of hard work from uh, prior and previous uh, lay Salvatorians um, and the International Com Committee to actually work towards this incredible um, event. And uh, we, it was celebrated with all of us around Australia, where we would come together, meet, have mass, uh, watch the live screening at the Vatican, um, and very, very upset that we couldn't be there because of the tyranny of distance and you know financial issues, uh, but also so joyous to be in community, watching it together and celebrating together. But obviously, now that we are recognised as a as a legitimate organisation. It's sort of a, a question of, well, what now, you know? Um, mm. How do we actually live out this asp ap ap apostolic zeal, you know, that our founder, you know, has inspired in all of us? Uh, we need to be accountable, really, you know, in that way. So um, we really want to try and provide or promote an atmosphere for people to discover salvation in the midst of their hardships because we know a lot of people are doing it really, really tough right mm -hmm. now. Um, we have lots of things going on in our daily lives. Um, so generally, lay Salvatorians are people who have the ability to lead, um, to transform the environment by the way we live. And that's how we kind of fulfill this apostolate by respecting people's dignity um, being prepared to serve everyone without distinction and that's crucial because you know that we at our heart of all of this we have that preferential option for the poor we use all ways and means which the love of Jesus inspires so we should really be also always ready to kind of give an explanation to everyone you know who asks for the reason why do we do what we do you know, because it's about salvation. We're promoting, you know. This is about God's love for all of us, you know. Don't you want a bit of that? <laughs> who, who doesn't want a bit of no, love in their lives? <laughs> the um, specific task of the international community of uh, the Divine Saviour is apostolically oriented. And we know that um, the value of the laity can never be underestimated. And in a lot of churches where there's only one priest, for example, the laity is so important to ensure that that church and that the, you know, the community, you know, stay together and, and can flourish. So we believe that the laity um, likewise share in the priestly, you know, the prophetic and royal office of Christ. Therefore, we have our own share in the mission of the whole people of God in the church and in the world. So I just gave you a little bit of a, you know, the, the, the legalese about this, you know, in, in, in the canon law. Um, so it's really through the witness of life and action, we carry out the Salvatorian mission. So beautiful. And I think I love what I love about the Salvatorians that I've encountered is I definitely think that there's this special zeal to spread the gospel you know that what you were saying before about any ways and any means i think that it's so beautiful that there are people that have this desire and this immediacy in what they're doing to spread the gospel and love people now and not 
wait for the perfect moment but to love people in the current moment and share Jesus's message in the current moment and I think obviously as a Lisa Victorian do you have any advice maybe for people who are do struggle to spread that gospel message or do struggle in their workplaces or in their families or friendships or anything like that of how you bring Christ to those around you always mm-hmm. so you know when you talk about zeal you know often words come to mind like passion intentional it has to be sincere it has to come from the heart so for those who are struggling um, my message is to like father Francis Jordan did work on your personal relationship firstly with God mm. deepen that relationship um, deepen your prayer life and not just in community worship personal as well meditate you know upon the words and when you kind of find yourself um, getting closer um, whatever you do whatever you say your actions you know you are reflecting God everywhere um, so a lot of people will say and I'll, I'll share a little funny story actually um, when I was teaching um, religious education um, in a school that was predominantly not Catholic um, it's just that that was the way of the the clientele um, and a lot of the the students would say something and then I would reply and they would said oh but it's okay for you miss because you're holy in that <laughs> and I said I'm not that holy am I <laughs> and, and and I asked them what what does it mean to be holy mm-hmm. what what do you see of me that means that I'm holy or holier than you and they said oh well miss it's the way you treat us it's the way wow. you speak it's the way you do things um, we can see through your actions that you're just you're just a nice kind person and I thought well that was the best compliment anyone could pay to me so I guess it's through our actions through the way we live our lives we reflect those values to all who encounter us and in so doing they encounter Christ within us so beautiful I feel like I need to write that down um I think we might end off with some prayer soon but before we go did you have anything else you wanted to share with us or I think if you want people to know anything about the Salvatorians what would that be I guess for anyone interested in finding out more um, one of the best ways is probably to try and uh, get in touch or get involved in a a Salvatorian collaborators group um, and and get in touch with any of the lay Salvatorians you might know that are in your parish. Um, uh, research. Do your own research online. This is the modern world. Mm-hmm. Um, and then get in touch with us because the more you know, the, 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 the better you're able to make a decision when the time comes and to discern. Because this period, we call it a pre-formation period, is about discerning whether you want to find out more, to continue on. And then we can begin with a formation period. And then we can talk about commitments. But, you know, we, we can't rush in straight away because you also have to realise, well, is this really for me? And by, by, by getting involved with 
the Salvatorians, with, with a parish, with the collaborators, with other lay Salvatorians, hopefully then it'll be, you, you'll receive the answers that you are seeking. So now that um, blessed Francis Mary of the Cross Jordan has been beatified, we are waiting for another miracle uh, before the, the process of canonization can be finalized. And so we also, um, as lay Salvatorians, we pray a specific prayer for his intercession um, all the time for our needs. But also we bear in mind, we pray for um, his canonization as well, for the next miracle. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, Saviour of the world, you called Father Francis Mary of the Cross Jordan to be your apostle, to make God known and loved by all people everywhere using all the means your love inspires. You filled him with universal apostolic zeal, with the goodness and the kindness of God in ministering with a deep trust in God's loving providence, with a profound spirit of prayer, with a sincere devotion to Mary, Mother of the Saviour, and with the courage to follow you, even into the mystery of the cross. Grant also to us, his followers, the grace to proclaim the gospel in this spirit and make us effective apostles in today's world. Through the intercession of your servant, Father Francis Jordan, we ask you for our special needs. We present this prayer through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Saviour, who lives and reigns with the Father and the Holy Spirit, now and always. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Sam. And like Sam was saying, if you are interested in the Salvatorians, please have a Google, look them up, or as you were saying, connect to a Salvatorian parish. And I cannot express enough how welcoming and hospitable the Salvatorians are. So definitely don't be afraid if you are interested and feeling that call. And we look forward to seeing you all next week. Thank you so much, Sam. Thank you, Jamie. My pleasure.